Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now, yesterday, I started talking about a new root that was formed, which was the root of betrayal. And I left off discussing about situations that dealt with you looking in the eyes of a betrayer. Now, today, I'm going to actually be sharing with you for you to actually start looking at situations in the eyes of a victim being betrayed. Now, when you have been betrayed, I know it can actually leave you feeling so vulnerable. You start to ask yourself several questions, and you may even reflect on things internally, thinking that it was possibly your fault of why things happened. You don't know why it happened, or how long it had been going on, or what you did maybe to cause it, or how you can even make it better. But within all of your questioning and analytics to yourself, you are even still open to all of it to make things better. As a result, this leads you to try to maybe understand the two types of betrayals that exist. And one of those is unpredictable and the other is predictable. And I know that may sound kind of strange, but we're gonna actually dig down a little bit deeper to kind of go through each one. So I'm gonna start with the unpredictable betrayal first. So unpredictable betrayal is when an individual shares a maybe a caring and loving and concerned demeanor to you while at the same time trying to achieve a different goal that they are seeking after. Now you don't suspect anything nor do you believe that they would ever do anything to hurt you or even disrespect you. However, they do the unthinkable, the unimaginable, and even the ultimate hurt against you without any warning, signs, or signals being displayed. Unpredictable betrayal is hard to handle and deal with because of the blindsided effect that comes about. Now, the betrayal for the victim is so devastating that the victim remains in a state of shock for a while, just trying to understand and even process what took place. As the situation unfolds and more details are revealed, it makes the situation even harder to handle. It doesn't matter if the betrayal dealt with a lack of trust in an intimate relationship or in a business relationship, or even just with friends. Any type of betrayal in those situations can do significant damage to the victim being betrayed. Now, if a betrayal has happened to you recently, or even if it was a while back, you must find a way to heal from it. Depending on how much trust you have put into the individual that betrayed you, it can actually cause you to become reserved in your dealings with others. And if not dealt with in the correct way, this in turn will lead you to a level of limited or maybe even minimal relationships in the future. Please don't allow the betrayal or even the enemy win in this. 
although it hurts deeply, and I know it may really even hurt you at your core, at some point you must find a way to let go of it so that it won't consume you. Allow yourself to feel it and to process it, and then find a way to have forward thinking. Don't allow yourself to continue to just stay in the situation too long by constantly reliving the hurtful events that took place. Because if you do, you will start to embrace a victim mentality and you will either find yourself falling into a bitterness mindset as you search for maybe vindication for that pain that you have, or it's going to just leave you in a state of brokenness and suffering. Somehow, some way, you must find a way to heal from the betrayal and forgive the person that betrayed you so that their actions don't control your life and so that it allows you to move forward to build and trust others, of course, in due time. It will also require you to give it to God so that he can help you get to that level of trust that you need to get to. Remember, this is something for your healing. So just make sure that you really do find a way to forgive them. So now let's go ahead and look at the predictable betrayal. Now, predictable betrayal is when an individual tries to control and manipulate a situation and conversation in order to achieve their goal. But there are signs and warnings and signals that have actually existed. Now, one thing to actually keep in mind is that you may have noticed these warning signs in the past, but you actually ignore them because you try to give the individual the benefit of the doubt. Now, you may have started to even see some similarities from your past, but you chose to deny what you were feeling because you thought it would cause a problem because you didn't want to bring your past into the situation. Now, the betrayer will start to do things differently, and they will also start to become tense, maybe, or they're short in conversations, or they may even be hostile at times in nature just on basic things. If you start to see a change in their dealings with you, or you see maybe some distance that starts to exist between the two of you, or maybe there's just difficulty in communicating just on certain topics. These may be the signs that a deception or betrayal is taking place and it should cause a red flag with you. Now, please understand, only you can answer that because only you have spent the time with the person. No one else can answer that question for you. Now, predictable betrayal always leaves a trail behind it. Even the most skilled betrayers can slip up in their scheme because they always must remember what was last said or done. As you start to see an act of selfishness come from the other person, always try to communicate with them to see what their true goal is. Once you recognize that things are just not quite right, it may be necessary to get out of the situation or maybe to even get out of the relationship. I know there are times that things can be a routine or a habit and you just get comfortable. 
However, if a person is not treating you with the respect that you deserve, you do not need to stay in it. I know it's easier said than done. Trust me, I do. But please don't allow the betrayal to cause you to feel defeated or even depressed. If the signs were there and you were given the insight, you won't have to be the victim anymore that the enemy wants you to be. You don't have to stay in it and put up with things that are just not good for your life, even if you are afraid to leave. You don't have to be defined by what happened to you. So please don't live a victim mentality. Be true to yourself and trust yourself in what you are feeling. Never settle for things that just don't feel right. Know that God is speaking to you. Listen to him and act accordingly. Stay encouraged that God provided a way for you to escape the situation, even if it was hard to do. Now, Psalm 71:20 says, You who have shown me many troubles and distresses will revive and renew me again and will bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Hold on to the fact that God wants the best for you. So it is not necessary for you to live the victim mentality that the enemy would want you to stay in. Trust the voice of God and hold on to his words. So now let's go ahead and look at our example. And we're going to actually use the predictable betrayal with Jesus and his disciple, Judas Iscariot. Now I'm going to actually read to you three different sections and then I'm going to summarize it. So the first section actually comes from Matthew chapter 26, verses 14 through 16. And it says, Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went to the leading priests and asked, How much will you pay me to betray Jesus to you? And they gave him thirty pieces of silver. From that time on, Judas began looking for the right time and place to betray him. Now I'm going to jump down to Matthew chapter 26, verses 20 through 23. And it says, When it was evening, Jesus sat down at the table with the twelve disciples. While they were eating, he said, The truth is, one of you will betray me. Greatly distressed, one by one they began to ask him, I'm not the one, am I, Lord? Jesus replied, One of you who is eating with me now will betray me. For I, the Son of Man, must die, as the Scriptures declared long ago. But how terrible it will be for my betrayer. Far better for him if he had never been born. And then the last section comes from Matthew chapter 26, verses 47 through 50. And it says, And even as he said this, Judas, one of the twelve disciples, arrived with a mob that was armed with swords and clubs. They had been sent out by the leading priests and other leaders by the people. Judas had given them a prearranged signal. You will know which one to arrest when I go over and give the kiss of greeting. So Judas came straight to Jesus. Greetings, teacher, he exclaimed, and gave him the kiss. Jesus said, My friend, go ahead and do what you have come for. Then the others grabbed Jesus and arrested him. 
Now, as you can actually see from the different scriptures, Judas Iscariot, who was one of the 12 disciples that had been with Jesus and had seen him perform miracles, was still loved by Jesus. However, Judas's selfishness got in the way and he sought out to betray Jesus. Jesus, of course, knew that he would be betrayed and acknowledged it to his other disciples when they were eating during the Last Supper. Now, as time went on, Judas kissed Jesus to show the religious leaders who he was and for them to arrest Jesus. Judas allowed his selfishness to get the best of him, even though he had actually spent time with Jesus. Now, if you actually continue to read the scriptures, you will see that Judas started to have a change of heart. But by then, it was way too late, and he eventually hung himself. Now, although the enemy may have prompted Judas to do evil, it was still up to him to make the conscious choice to act upon it. So let me just say this. Whether it's predictable or unpredictable betrayal that's displayed, each one has a damaging effect to the person that it is being given to. It's never easy to deal with betrayal when someone you put your trust in hurts you. Now, I want to share with you actually six steps to incorporate into your life when someone does betray you, and they're going to actually be listed on page 204 if you are following along in the book. So the first one says, forgive the betrayer. Second says, don't blame anyone, including yourself. Third is, pick yourself up and recover. Fourth says, heal all wounds. Leave no issue uncovered. The fifth one says, learn from their mistakes and your mistakes. And then the sixth one says, move forward and rebuild. Now, I have highlighted certain words from those statements. And so it basically says, forgive yourself, recover, heal mistakes, and rebuild. Now, an act of betrayal can really knock the wind out of you. And it may really take some time for you to really move forward. And I know it's hard, but please don't allow your heart to just become hardened because of it. Try not to allow the situation to be the only memory that you have of that person. And please just don't allow the enemy to use that situation as a way to really define you. You are so much more than that. And you have to believe it. But more importantly, you need to trust God in it. So tomorrow, I'm going to actually cover a new root, which is the root of lying. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.